0: Welcome to the Screaming Hearts podcast, it's going to be an energetic session today because I have Richard Goodhead in front of me, chatting to me, he's the founder of Talisman Energy International, um, in fact Richard this is, this is the first time we actually met face to face even though we've known That's each true. other for six, six, yeah, six months, months, something yeah. like that. It's going to be a fantastic and energetic session today because we are going to be talking energy. So we're going to talk about uh, the energy sector and where you were previously in the deep heritage in the brand that you were working with. We're going to talk about energy change, so the transformation of your energy as, as you move through through the process. And we're also going to talk about the energy within Talisman Energy International and you know the great cause that that stands for. And uh, we may even touch on subjects like both of us having a son called Henry. Indeed. So, yeah. So so welcome, Richard. Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Um, Thanks, you know, uh, just to give everyone a little bit of background, Richard's got a, a really deep heritage. Um, he's got a, a master's degree uh, in engineering from Cambridge, He's worked for Tyrrell Racing. He spent over two decades with uh, a very, very well-known brand called Rolls Royce, and now he's the founder of Talisman Energy International, which uh, I believe, Richard, you're 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 here in in that guise to help, yes. um, if you like, climate technology innovators. Um, make them a commercial reality. You're sort of the bridge between innovator and, and commercial reality, which yeah. we'll touch on back at, the, back at the start. So let's go back to Rolls-Royce because, I mean, it's, it's, it's a worldwide brand. It's not even a UK brand. It's a worldwide brand. and yeah. It's a very well-known brand and, you know, has a lot of deep heritage. And I know you look at your time fondly Indeed. back at Rolls-Royce. Give us a bit of a flavour of what it's like to work with such a, such a well-known brand.
1: Okay yeah no no problem uh, thanks for the intro Ben so um I joined Rolls-Royce when I was 18 so straight out of school um they uh, they offered me a, a sponsored undergraduate uh, course so I uh, spent a year out training with Rolls-Royce learning various things like technical drawing and you did some time in the machine shop and then then you went and did attachments around the company and uh, and, and soaked up some of the uh, the the atmosphere and the learning from that before then going to do your your degree with which for for which you got got um paid like a bursary to go and go and study so i've been i was with rolls royce for you know from from a boy right basically um, and yeah, as you said, I got my I qualified as a as a an engineer and originally that's what I I did at, at Rolls Royce, but there was a particular department that kind of bridged the gap between marketing and engineering because it was the unusually it was a a group of aircraft performance engineers within the company as opposed to engine performance engineers right. within the company. Uh they did two things primarily. They kind of understood how the engines would work on the aeroplane, so you could converse you know intelligently and cogently with the airframers like Boeing and Airbus but on the other side they translated what the engine did in terms of its performance to enable the aircraft to do what it did so for example uh, the obvious one is burning less fuel is good but perhaps a less obvious one is if an engine produces more thrust in difficult conditions you can take more payload out of somewhere like Johannesburg, for example. Wow. So you then went and supported the sales and marketing team in promoting the benefits of the features of the product, classic marketing, Uh, and it was that journey I went into that team and then migrated from there into the technical marketing side, discovered I liked talking about the products, uh, and that kind of led to a whole new world of of, of the commercial side where I had progressively uh, more and more senior roles in the marketing and business development world. But, but
0: mega specialist. I mean, what yeah. you were just talking about there. You know, in terms of not just the how the engine works, but the the benefits of I mean, absolutely.
1: That... So, I, what what I I did then, and I think is kind of uh, uh, one of the, the 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 things I can bring to bear with Talisman now is that combination, rare combination of understanding the technology itself, but then also being able to communicate that to people who might not be a technical specialist, sure. but need to understand it for some reason. Uh, whether they're a customer, a potential customer, a partner, a supplier, or, or even an investor. So uh, one of the other areas that I used to enjoy were it, when I was at Rolls-Royce was talking to investors who don't really want or need to know how the engine itself works, but do need to understand why investing in a Rolls-Royce product or service is advantageous to them. Yeah. Uh, so th- they were great conversations and uh, th- that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm also seeking to, to bring to bear with Talisman now.
0: Right, yeah, because I think uh, I got a little note here that uh, you almost look back at that time as almost the university of Rolls-Royce.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not the first person to say it and, you know, the, there's, a, there's a lot of people that have uh, had the good fortune to to spend time at Rolls-Royce and you learn so much. I mean, it's, uh, as you mentioned in the intro, it's a global company for a start. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a complex technical product at the heart, but surrounding that that product element is the the commercial construct and and one of the things that Rolls-royce did in in, in that industry was pioneer a new business model mm. and so it, 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 you, you learn finance, commercial engineering marketing the the, the depth and breadth of the, the the learning is is huge
0: fascinating fascinating world to be involved in but you you'd, you'd obviously decided to take uh, or decided to make a move what was the what was the sort of was the feeling around making a move?
1: I don't know I think it was age Ben you know you get, you get, you get to a point and I, I, I'd, I, I was two weeks shy of 30 years at Rolls Royce wow. and so uh, that, that's an unusually you know for, for today I think that's an unusually long a long time period. I, I had an itch that just kept needing to be scratched. I, I wanted to take what I'd learned but I, uh, I wanted to try and it sounds a bit cliche, but I wanted to give something back in the sense of I wanted to try and, and, and add the value and the energy that I think I bring to, to certain situations and, and help address what I increasingly perceive as one of uh, mankind's greatest challenges, to be honest, and that, that is the sustainability challenge. How do we continue to live the lives that we all want to? Uh, in a way that stops damaging the environment as much as as, as mm-hmm. we have been doing. Now we're becoming more and more aware of it. So that that was really something that started to 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 really grow as a as a as a feeling within me. And I guess it was accelerated through through the lockdown when a lot of people uh, you know had a lot of time to reflect and, and, and you know be, be retrospective and and that kind of thing. Sorry, introspective. Um, and so. I really started to to get this feeling of I wanted to align the energy that I know I bring and the the skill sets and knowledge and experience that I know I have but align that with a a, a new sense of purpose and that's not to say that I didn't have a sense of purpose at Rolls-Royce but this was something that was 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 unstoppable the en- the energy of this was unstoppable so I I thought well rather than fight that let's harness it yeah. Um, you know, I think I think the old adage of the uh, the best way to ride a horse is the direction it's going. So that's what <laughs> that's I decided pretty, to do.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. And for a lot of people who are listening and, and potentially watching today, that's. Um, I, I'm guessing when you left, you you had an idea, but you weren't sure exactly how that was going to translate in the real world. Would that be fair to say?
1: I think that's more than fair to say. I mean, I I took the decision to 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 leave Rolls Royce uh, after years of advocating to uh, people who worked for me or ever asked my advice if they were foolish enough I uh, I'd always say if you're going to do something build a bridge to it not a pier into nowhere I I didn't do that um, because I just felt that I had to take the the opportunity and and it would effectively force me to 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 come to terms with something that I could sense inside me I needed to address and you know the old adage of um uh, jumping off the cliff and building the airplane on the way down gives you a sense of urgency so I, I took that route okay. um but it was kind of after making that decision that uh that Zengility came into my life to help me with that process to yeah. be perfectly honest
0: yeah and that's 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 actually a really good point for us to pick up on because so for everyone who's uh, not aware so you you've left Rolls-Royce at this point and you're now in dialogue um over the screen um with with Paul from Zengility Yeah. And you're having, you know, a half an hour an hour conversation with him, intelligent conversation. What what did you learn in that sort of initial conversation because you you're kind of meeting someone o- firstly over the screen, which yep. both you and I um probably were less familiar with 12 yep. months ago. Now it's almost common practice to be doing video calls and uh, and the like. Actually, we're probably m- more familiar with doing business in the room with with individuals. Yep. So you're now over the screen. You're speaking. You're speaking to Paul. What was your experience like during that period?
1: Um, it was. It was good. I. It was a couple of months between actually leaving Rolls, Rolls Royce and and, uh, and and forming a, a contact with with Zendility, But, and I was still. I was still formulating what it was I wanted to do, but those, those initial conversations with Paul were, were very helpful in terms of clarifying and bringing out, crystallizing if you like, what, what was forming in my own mind, but I, I was struggling to, to, to form, form myself. And I think at the same time, uh, as, as well as the, the, the desire to align what I did with a sense of purpose, was a uh, a recognition uh, in my own mind that I then saw, uh, and it really resonated with with, with Senjility. Was was the there was something that I I needed to change in terms of the equilibrium of of, of work life, and you know sub- subsequently I've I've come to uh, the uh, the conclusion that uh, the the concept of work-life balance is actually flawed because it Im- implies that there are two things that you have to balance off each other. And I, 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 mu- I really did like, and it did attract me to, and there were those initial conversations with Paul. This, this concept of it's actually a one integrated thing: yeah. work-life. Yeah. It's not work and life or a balance. It's work-life, and I, I wanted to try and understand whether there was a way of uh, achieving something that was more more rewarding in terms of the 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 time the reward from a, a, a monetary perspective uh, and the the value you get out of of that from a from a purpose driven side of things as well so all, all that was in the mix of those initial conversations with Paul
0: so you've got you've got quite a few things whirring around there so you've kind of got uh, going out potentially on your own you've got purpose and trying to dig around because you've got an idea of potentially yep. where you're going but you're not sure how to crystallize it yeah um probably a bit of trepidation maybe mixed in with all of that into yeah. the pot um and I uh, Richard and I were uh, actually popped out and had lunch a little bit before so we were discussing some of these things and I one of the pieces that I was really really keen to share with everyone who's listening today was that that the the thing that held was holding you back on yep. the call and the thing that drove you forward on the call and it would be great for everyone to hear that because i think that's that's really really key
1: yeah so i mean i think one of the challenges that uh we're all experiencing to some degree now with the the inability although it's hopefully changing for a positive sense now the ability to interact with each other in person and the the use of the of the screen to to interact you know that that that's a tough order to try and build up a rapport and trust with somebody, um, but that 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 developed quickly with with Paul. Uh, I, I certainly felt there was an area of trust, but I still had, as you say, that that trepidation about whether to to take this this leap of faith and and, and jump off that cliff, as I say, and start building the aeroplane as I as I went went down towards the earth.
0: I love that analogy, brother. But
1: way. That's um, great. You, you know, to answer your question. A lot of conversations with Paul, and I guess it really boiled down to the, the pivotal point at which I kind of made that leap. Uh, there were there were two elements to it. First, uh, is something that I've come to really uh, understand and appreciate is that it's really key to, uh, and it's it, it's perhaps something we don't do enough of. But investing in yourself is 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 if you're going to invest in anything, why wouldn't it be yourself? Surely that is the number one thing perhaps with the essential exception of of you know your your family then clearly investing in yourself's got to be a great great thing and i remember having the conversation with paul and he could tell that i was having this kind of battle between you know my heart and my head as to whether to 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 go forward with the process um and what it came right down to was he said uh, as well as you know it's an investment in yourself he said i bet you've not had a been able to take a holiday this year because of of the of the lockdown and i said no that's true and he said well you know we're, we're talking here about an investment that's probably of the same order of magnitude as, as, as a holiday and yet you'd spend that and invest in yourself why wouldn't you a why wouldn't you invest that in yourself anyway and b given that you've not been able to spend that money on a holiday invest that in yourself right now um yeah and i thought you know what that's probably true, yeah, so it was at that point it was just it was like a switch and it, it felt quite bizarrely it felt quite liberating because once once you've made the decision to actually jump and go for it, it's a completely different kind of energy that takes over, and then you you just you get on with it, and all of those kind of hindering thoughts and, and obstacles you, you you've you've cast away and you, you go
0: in so almost not making the decision builds up a if you like a block of energy yeah and once you made the decision you felt like this burst of renewed energy come through yeah Yeah. you you touched on um you touched on your heart then and your head so was the head sort of holding you back a little bit but your heart was trying to go out there and go for it yeah
1: i mean and i i I don't know whether i've got the the split between the two correct but the you know in, in the analogy but uh the 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 heart almost felt relieved when something was said that let the head go. Yeah, okay. Get it.
0: Okay. <laughs> almost did a deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So you've got this you've got this now new release of energy. Um you've decided to go ahead and you started the transformation process yeah. with Paul. Talk us through some of those uh, pivotal moments for you during that transformation. You know, what did you get out of it? What what what, what were the things where you talk about investing in you? What you know, with a, you know, from a mindset perspective, did you feel released? You know, you talked about this energy change. What what were those things? Um,
1: yeah, I think I think one thing that that uh, Paul's got a real knack for is is very quickly being able to to understand other individuals and where they're coming from and what 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 makes them tick. I know it sounds cliche, but it I, no, I you can it's almost
0: it resonate with where yeah, you're at. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and. I think the point where where I was was I I knew there was something I wanted to address, but I couldn't quite formulate it in my own mind. And you know, without without um, being too cliched, Paul what Paul was able to do, he didn't he doesn't give you the answers, but he certainly asks you the right questions. And there's almost that kind of I don't know just just because of the way in which you start to develop that rapport. There's there's a kind of almost a it's kind of a moral obligation to come up with the answers and because you're almost forced to do it in that sense which you will probably let yourself off with you won't do that for for another individual so Paul was really able to help answer ask sorry the right questions and it just started to slowly but surely solidify my thinking um in terms of what it is that I was going to do with this energy that was definitely there
0: right and did you I know when I've you know we've spoken to a number of individuals who have decided to leave corporate and move on yeah. A number of individuals talk about often when they're inside the uh, the corporate world if you like um don't realize how much um and Paul would talk about it as um uh, almost like a learned helplessness because yeah. you you know you give very specific tasks yeah. obviously you come out of that environment and you don't realize what's possible did you did you start to realize your potential more? During that process,
1: yeah, uh, I think that's true, and it, it gave me the awareness, appreciation, and frankly confidence to to go forward with offering the kind of service that I'm offering through Talisman, which to to a a, a different context, but certainly the same service skills and benefits as as I was offering inside to Rolls Royce, right. Um so it was just a different construct that aligned with this increasing sense of desire to align with a, a new purpose.
0: That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So you've got you you you're you're going through the transformation process, it's helped you identify the purpose, yeah. Help you define what shape that looks like and, yep. and what direction of travel that could take. And that I know we're using the analogy of energy, but it yep. is in the energy sector, which we'll come on to in a bit. Yeah. But so you've you in a very short period of time, he's resonated with you. you. You've picked up on the direction of travel, and you've almost gone from this personal transformation, and you're now moving into a business like yeah. transformation. Yeah, and uh, it was Talisman in- Energy International born uh, in those sessions in those early days. Was that where it all sort of came to life?
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty true, and, and cer- certainly so. W- so was the name because I re- I remember vividly the uh, the, the session uh with Paul when the name popped into my head and and I actually how these things work is serendipity I actually got the wrong word Paul was describing um a certain thing that uh you know should be the kind of uh guiding principle if you like for what I want how I wanted to try and make this whole work life thing work and and align what I did in terms of, of 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 work with with that sense of purpose and I said, you know, that's right. That that that's something I should use as a talisman. And what I actually meant was something like North Star or lodestone, but I got the word wrong. But as soon as I said the word talisman, and then realised what it actually did mean, which is um, anything which exerts a positive influence on 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 the context or, or human feelings around it, that's what I want to do with Talisman Energy International. I want to help people who have ideas in the in the green tech space. And perhaps need some help getting them from from their nascency into some form of next step, whether that's someone investing in them, whether that's someone buying them as a customer, whether it's someone coming on board as a partner. Whatever that is, it's exerting that positive influence and using some of of the services that I'm offering through through the professional practice I've set up to try and and achieve a, a positive outcome. That's brilliant talisman
0: yeah yeah no that's absolutely superb and it's great to hear how the how the name came about and the the rich and the depth of uh meaning behind it you then took that name and, um the zengility team then started to take you through the branding process yeah. where you started to i guess take that vision and make it a commercial reality f- you, you know and that 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 you were very involved in um yeah. in in terms of Putting together the the energy and the language that that represents you, the essence of ultimately what is you. Yeah. Um, how was that? How was that part of the formula for you?
1: It was a combination of extremely enjoyable and extremely uncomfortable. Okay. And the reason I say that is, um, as you well know, because you you were the one of the other main protagonists in that part of the process. That part of the process, in terms of bringing the brand out and, and distilling the goodness and, and and putting it out there was very very much what I like to do um for, from a professional perspective the uncomfortable bit was it was me yeah um and it required a certain sense of uh, the, it felt very vulnerable as, 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 as you you're really putting yourself out there and, and being very uh, very transparent about what what part of this is because talisman and 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 me are, are inextricably interwoven mm. um and that part part of bringing all that to life was i would have it, had i been doing this um almost impersonally for for a third party i would have, i would have loved it and found it very easy but the, the bit because it was me it felt really really quite uncomfortable
0: at the same time but um so you're almost I, exposing yourself by 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 yeah. bearing your soul if you like to, I, exactly yeah wow.
1: and 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 you know you, you're you're putting yourself out there yeah um which you know when you take a step back and you just look at it completely dispassionately it's the right thing to do but this it still feels uh you know it 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 takes quite a bit of
0: courage frankly to 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 do that but um which is quite bizarre when you think about it because i i mean i know because obviously i've done done my research and you you don't have any problem talking in front of camera you've done that for rolls-royce forever in a day yet We're talking about your brand and what you what you represent, and almost there's a, there's a sort of nervousness around that in the early days. And yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah,
1: I think I've, I've become slightly more accustomed to it in, in that, that personal sense uh, as we've gone through the journey. But, uh, but yeah, you're, you're right. I, 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 speaking in public and engaging with people, that, that, that's not. The, it's more about that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to really show you who I am.
0: Yeah. You're gonna hang your hat on this and yeah. this is what I'm all yeah. about. Yeah. 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 Which is which is, you know, from certainly from where I'm sat, you stand for such a great cause, you know, and especially if we look at where the market dynamics are going at the moment from a from a green energy perspective. Yeah. You know, Biden obviously is now um in the White House and everybody knows his his green um sort of lilt towards that and it, it's it's a conversation that's cropping up in the press more and more. So you're 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 perfectly placed to help these innovators bring their business to a commercial reality as well. So, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Now, excellent. Yeah. And then the, the last phase was was really the launch phase, which we won't go into a massive amount of detail. But 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 ultimately, that was almost giving you the the language and the confidence to be able to open up dialogue with with your market.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's right. And, and 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 guidance in terms of of. As you say, how to engage, how to raise awareness, how how to start that that journey. Um, you know, just to compare and contrast with the, the two obvious examples, I would pick. You know, from, from a Rolls Royce perspective, then, uh, and I always used to say this when I was actually working for them. You, it, it, marketing can mean different things to different people and most most people when they think of marketing think it, it they they think of the kind of classic fmcg b2c marketing selling coke cans buy one get one free that that wasn't um what rolls royce did at all um it was b2b it was high high capital intensive goods and it was more about building the relationship and the trust and the rapport for what would be a long-term relationship centered around a product which was then Covered by a service, but fundamentally, it was slightly about,
0: more expensive than a can of It's Slightly more <laughs> expensive. Uh, we, we did try Bow and get one free really <laughs> a few times, but um,
1: but um, so so that in that sense, um, you don't you marketing was not about stimulating demand right. in that regard. In the sense of Rolls Royce's customers in that part of the business were were airlines and airframers, and both had a need for. If they were going to fly a plane, they'd need an engine for it. Mm-hmm. If they're going to build a plane, they'd need an engine for it. Mm. So we didn't have to go out totally different with, with Talisman because I, I, I do have to go and um, raise awareness and ensure that there is an understanding of what I can offer, uh, so that the demand does build up for for the for the service of the of the practice I'm I'm building.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean. <laughs> great great journey to date from from where you've been you know all that sort of heritage of rolls-royce all that knowledge that you've got you've now converted that from if you like the uh, that world into the clean energy world uh, which which I'm sure there are many many uh, innovators and maturing businesses out there who are looking for that sort of on-demand expertise from experts like yourself how would you if you, if you if you could sum it up, how would you how would you sum up the sort of zengility experience that you went through?
1: Sum up the zengility experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that's a really really hard one. To, to I mean, it 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 gave me the confidence, the guidance, uh, and the belief to put into practice what was growing within me as as uh, you know continue with that analogy of an energy it 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 just helped m- with all of that uh, that build up that momentum and, right. and, and the guidance it was like it was almost uh, analogous to to allowing esangelisi effectively provided a harness for the energy that i felt such that i could put it to good use
0: that's an excellent analogy thank you for that now Talisman Energy International. Yeah. Talisman.energy for anyone wants to look up Richard's uh, yeah. Richard's business. Let's talk about let's talk about Talisman Energy International um uh, because it's it's hot in the press at the moment. Everyone's reading about clean energy, wind, yeah. uh solar, you name it. It's on it's on the on the tip of everyone's tongue. So tell us a little bit about Talisman and and what you're offering to to innovators and maturing businesses.
1: Okay. So <clears throat> fundamentally it's about it goes right back to what i uh, aligning that 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 skill set that i that i have of aligning or combining uh, a great ability to understand complex technical or commercial uh, constructs yeah and then communicate them in a compelling way such that uh, a, a stakeholder what whatever they're a customer or an investor or, or or supplier or whatever as i say they they feel that they want to be in they 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 deliver a yes that the the custom the client of Talisman is after, and so um, it's about bringing all of that that skill and heritage and learning that I had at Rolls Royce in marketing and business development, bring it to bear in in a in a green tech space and by by green tech for me what I what I mean is. Um, wherever there is a nascent idea for a technological solution to address the sustainability challenge. And that idea could be from a small organization uh, that's just starting out or it could be from a mature large organization at the end of the spectrum or anything in between. It's more about the nascency of the idea and the, the support required to bring that idea to life is where Talisman uh, is going to add, add the value. Um, and so I think, you know the as you as people can see if they were to ever go to talisman.energy then you know i, I strongly believe that um we as a society are probably guilty of over consuming uh and that has had an impact an adverse uh, impact on on the planet on which we live and we've only got one um but i'm not my, my personal belief is that while behavior change on our part is part of the answer it's not the only answer and there there is definitely space for technology to try and help as well and so that i want to that love of technology and that love of bringing technology to life and that love of communicating technology to to people to get them to buy into it i want to apply that to this area that i think is addressing humanity's great challenge at the moment so so Talisman is all about helping those organizations that are trying to address that through a through technology, helping them get to the yes they want.
0: That's superb. And that's that's just thinking back to our conversation, that's a remarkable blend that you've got in terms of skill set. Because you've got the, you know, the the engineering background, um, you've got the deep heritage in, you know, Rolls-Royce, Tyrrell Racing, you know, in an industry that's that's world-renowned and you've got all that wisdom know-how in marketing and business development that you can now bring to a sector that's in in i suppose to some extent is merging technology in part you know mm-hmm. because it is relatively new if we yep. look at you know if we look at things like you know the motor car has been around for a long time you know if we look at electric cars not been so long if we look at power we were you know back from coal to to yep. to solar so they really are you know it's, it's a it's a remarkable that you've got that blend of being able to understand the technology, translate that and, and show people how it works. So I think it's remarkable. Yeah, and I
1: think the, the other thing that I was fortunate enough, fortunate enough to learn during my time at Rolls-Royce was uh, a, a, a deep understanding of the commercial elements of that because um, <clears throat> while I think, uh, as I said earlier, there's there's going to have to be some kind of behaviour change within society, fundamentally, whatever your views are on whether... Economic growth is good or bad, and you know I personally believe that the, the recent Das Gupti report summed it up nicely in that economy is within nature. You can't devolve, you know, d- dissolve the two from each other. Um, but whatever your views, then I'm, uh, I think in in the, certainly in the short term, anything that is going to help address this challenge will is more likely to be successful if it does pass uh you know p- be good economically as well the 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 so-called mr burns test where you know something is is not just done because it's it's good in and of itself it's also good because it makes business sense yeah and so that combination of technical communication and the commercial i think is is uh, i don't i wouldn't go as far as unique i don't think that that, that unique is too strong a word but it, it it's certainly something i think I, the, the talismans uh got to offer.
0: Well no I say, I would say it was unique. You know because it in, as individuals we are unique. So there aren't any there aren't any other versions of us. So True. so I would I I would counter that and I'd say that is unique and I think your your purpose might be shared in terms of your your wish to help the planet that might as a proposition be shared by other people but the way you're going about it is yeah. unique and you know the brand that you've set up to facilitate that for those innovators i think is remarkable outside of the working environment richard i know you're a fan of uh, liverpool football club having for my sins, yeah. down the road from there i believe you were born sort of slap in the middle of two clubs were you uh, yeah.
1: my, the, the first the first house that my, my parents uh i remember moving to when i was about three or four uh, I remember asking my mum which, which was the nearest Division One at the time uh, football team, and it was Liverpool by about 200 yards. Right. I, I had a close escape from the other one, which we won't name.
0: <laughs> and and you got family as well, so yeah, yeah. And you lived over in the states for a while as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and what what did you what did you learn from you know the Americans and 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 the way they go about things? Have you brought some of that to play into what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, inevitably, when you move outside of your own culture, uh, you you will learn. Mm. Um, bizarrely, and I don't think I'll be the first person to say this, the culture shock coming back from the US to the UK was worse than going from the UK to the US in the first place. Wow. Um, and I think that was it, it was, it was things like, what do you mean I, I can't get a bottle of milk at 4.30 on a Wednesday afternoon? why is that shop closed why is it half there it, it, you know silly things like that but you you learn you learn a lot i also i was also fortunate enough to learn a huge amount because the the role that i went to do when i lived in in the states which was when i was still uh, with with rolls royce was to be the link between the rolls royce sales marketing and commercial teams with the boeing wow uh, marketing sales and commercial teams. so i got to see uh a a huge um, American corporation, the insides of that, how that worked, uh, you know. I got to compare and contrast what was what was the same and what was different in terms of the cultures between large organizations, be it Boeing and Rolls Royce. And you, you inevitably learn and, and benefit from just living in a, in a in a foreign country, even one that you think you're familiar with because you see it on TV all the time. So so yeah, it was it was it was fun. I enjoyed it.
0: Excellent. Richard, it's been an absolutely fascinating journey listening from from you know your early days at uh, university at Cambridge all the way through to Rolls Royce and to now the founder of Talisman Energy International, uh, a business which is going to help facilitate change uh, in the clean energy space. Um, your depth of experience is 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 there for all to see and i would encourage anybody who's who's listening and uh who, who's watching now to to visit talisman.energy Um check richard and his business out and uh if if you're looking for that bridge between innovation or, or maturing business to commercial reality then then richard's definitely worth having a conversation with richard thank you so much for joining Thanks, us ben. and uh we'll we'll look forward to getting you back in the chair soon
1: sounds great thank you
0: thank you